Season 2, Episode 9, Thanksgiving Traditions. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. The idea for this episode originally came from my curiosity one night after eating Thai food. And I directly called Jackie right after. And I was like, Jackie, I have an idea for an episode. And it was like Jacqueline and Jordan's like date night. And she's like, hold on. This cannot wait. Jackie, you have to look this up right now. We're doing this next week. (laughs) And I was like, we have to do it next week because it's, I want to do it plenty of time before Thanksgiving. So anyway, I was just thinking about after eating my Penang curry that I always get there and thinking about the kind of like nutty flavors and just how Thai is so different from other Asian cuisines like Japanese food and sushi. And I was just kind of thinking about all the different types of cuisines. And then I started thinking about American food and what like what's the quintessential American food. And to me, I would think like hamburgers and hot dogs. But then I started thinking like, what type of food is actually American food? And, you know, our country really is pretty young. Oh, yes. Yes, we are. Like in the grand scheme of things, I remember when I was in Ireland, we would visit sites and scenes that were from B.C., I can't even fathom (laughs) what was here, you know, in B.C. in America. So we're pretty young. And since our country was partially founded because of global trade and looking for new spices and stuff like that. And I don't know if that's correct, Jackie. You could be the historian (laughs) later. But, you know, we were founded because of world travel. And so really as a country we've kind of always had access to international cuisines and we've had immigrants we're a country of immigrants so we do have a melting pot of cultures but it got me to thinking okay so what's actually indigenous to north america and that led me to wikipedia which do you remember in high school when everyone was like don't use wikipedia as a source and now it's like my only source and then even by like my senior year of college i had a professor that was like there's nothing wrong with Wikipedia. Just don't quote it. You go to the bottom and you see the sources and you find those and you quote those. But Wikipedia is like the best place to start because it has yeah, everything. It seriously is. And anyone can change it. So I get. Did you see? This is like a wayside note. I'll probably edit this out. But this one guy like made a confession on Twitter and was like, every single time I drink, I make the state of Michigan a little bit larger on its Wikipedia page. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so it was like, he was like, you know, uh, screw you, whoever reported me or something. <laughs> anyway, okay, so it led me to Wikipedia and I knew before this, the first thing that came to my mind was corn because I know Squanto taught the pilgrims like about popcorn and the Native Americans taught, you know, the pilgrims all about popcorn and corn and stuff like that. And think about like Tennessee whiskey is made with corn. But basically every single thing that's indigenous to North America can be found on your plate at Thanksgiving. And maybe that's common sense. I don't know. But for me, it was sort of an aha moment. I mean, what's more American than Thanksgiving, right? Well, that's I it was like an aha moment for me, too, when you called me because I had never sat down and thought about it. I yeah, just it's except like, this is what we eat on Thanksgiving. Right. And you kind of know, I mean, obviously they were making do with what they had and who knows like what they actually ate because, you know, there's not whitewashed, you know, <laughs> and there's not like yeah. there's some written records. Um, 
but there's not a whole lot. And it's not like they're going to sit down and be like, and today, dear diary, today we (laughs) ate turkey and cranberries in like a jelly form with our neighbors. I I live in Chattanooga and we have the start of the Trail of Tears. So I know, Mm -hmm. you know, don't think that I'm being naive and thinking that everything was happy-go-lucky and that, you know, the Americans were best friends with the Indians. There's a lot of pain and suffering there, but it just kind of got me thinking about, like, okay, like, we're about to be eating this food, and this is the reason why we have all these different dishes, I guess. Yeah, because Thanksgiving, you know, if I'm cooking a dinner, like, on a normal weekday night, I have, you know, a meat, a vegetable, and a starch, and, like, maybe one other thing, but on Thanksgiving, you have your meat, and then, like, I don't know, like, 10 different sides. It's just so much food. <laughs> All the casseroles. A southern woman's dream. Yes. <laughs> um, I saved my green bean casserole for Christmas. It just doesn't seem to fit in Thanksgiving for me. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you all about my green bean casserole. <laughs> so, Jackie, now you did research on this after we talked, right? And I did. you said that, yeah, go into like the history of Thanksgiving and tell me and anyone <laughs> listening <laughs> what you learned. <laughs> Or so what you already I know. I love history. Anytime someone like mentions history, I immediately like go and try to learn as much as I can about that topic. Um, it started with American Girls back when I was little. Yeah, I just loved it ever since. Um, and so Thanksgiving, like, of course, we we're talking about American Thanksgiving and or U.S. Thanksgiving, and that's what most of you guys are most familiar with. But it's all over the world, and it's been around. I mean, for centuries and centuries and centuries usually as some sort of religious holiday. And that's how it started here in the U.S. too. You know, we know Plymouth. There was a famous Thanksgiving in Virginia. It may have even started in the 1500s in St. Augustine. But, you know, there were colonies all over the place. No one talked to each other. So who knows what, like, actually was the first Thanksgiving. Okay, so I knew about Canadian Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. because I've had friends from Canada. But is there, like other I didn't realize that other countries and I get religious holidays and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but I didn't know that other countries had Thanksgiving yeah I didn't either I mean I knew Canadian mostly because we had a friend in high school that grew up in Canada so I knew it was in October but I think I saw like Japan has a Thanksgiving which I mean they're not a very religious people as far as I know but most of the other ones are religious like even the reason that there was the first Thanksgiving probably in the U.S. was because the Puritans brought it over from Europe oh, um, as a way okay. to, well, theirs particularly was thanks God for, you know, bringing us to where we were supposed to go mm-hmm. and not like dying in the ocean and having food and, and things like that. And even for the first like 100, 150 years here in America, the Thanksgiving was a proclamation by church leaders and not actually any sort of government thing oh okay i didn't know any of that like i said i really like history Um, thank you thank you for doing all the research and then like in the late 1700s right during the american revolution right after governors and then george washington proclaimed it as a national holiday on november 26 1789 it was the first nationwide celebration of thanksgiving Um, okay i thought that okay i'm getting ahead of it did lincoln make it on thursday though yes so like washington you know had the first nationwide one but then after that it was kind of like every state did their own thing and then there's this woman sarah josepha hale she wrote mary had a little lamb oh yeah yeah yeah. i knew i knew her name when you said it i was like that sounds familiar right it's like (laughs) one of those like if you just say it it might be like okay that rings a bell but then 
everyone knows Mary Had a Little Lamb. And then she was also the editor of the American Ladies Book, which was a magazine. And I studied this part in journalism school in college because of that. Oh, okay. Um, But she had petitioned Congress and all of the presidents for like 40 years to make Thanksgiving a national holiday, like on one set date. And finally in 1863, Lincoln agreed and he made it the last Thursday in November. And he did it because, you know, Civil War was coming. It was already there and he wanted some sort of unity. Mm-hmm. But of course, the North and the South like were at war at the time. The South was like, nope, he's not our president. So there wasn't actually a national Thanksgiving until the 1870s when Reconstruction was starting to wrap up. And then it was in 1941 that Franklin D. Roosevelt moved it to where we celebrate it now on the fourth Thursday of... Okay, I was going to say, I was like, I don't think it's the last Thursday. <laughs> no. And so he, he had tried to do it in uh, 1939. He had tried to move it forward a week or, you know, to the fourth Thursday because he thought that having it earlier would boost the economy because people would have more time to Christmas shop. And then, it, But it wasn't until 1941 that he was able to pass that. Okay, okay. I had heard that it had to do with Christmas mm-hmm. shopping. Okay, so that makes sense that it wouldn't have been Lincoln because I don't think that was really a thing. I'm pretty sure everyone's, like, made all of their gifts and if they even gave gifts at Christmas. I don't know. Well, you know. Cool. I didn't know any of that. Well, I knew some of it, but, you know, not to that extent. Right. So now you guys don't have to go to history class for Thanksgiving ever again. (laughs) That's awesome. So going, now that we know kind of how Thanksgiving got to where, you know, what day it's supposed to be and sort of about that, let's talk about the different food that we eat at Thanksgiving. And Mm -hmm. so what are like the, in the different dishes? And then Jackie, I think that you kind of have notes as to why we eat that dish if it's indigenous to the U.S., or what, right? Um, well, actually, everything I have is indigenous to the U.S. And so, See, I'm telling you. It yeah. was like crazy. <laughs> it was crazy as I was reading it. So obviously, we have the main dish, which is turkey, mm-hmm. which uh, American bird, a North American bird. Yeah. So, I mean, that's clearly the main meat source. And that my understanding so, is that like wild turkeys were like pretty common yeah. in like the colonies. We even like we have turkeys here. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen some, like, when I went to school down in Statesboro, and when I would be driving home, I would see a turkey on the side of the road. And then something that I never really put together, but cranberries. I mean, to me, that's, like, the second thing that's very, like, specific to Thanksgiving. Or maybe even, I would argue, the most specific dish to Thanksgiving. I don't think I eat cranberries any other time. Oh, we do. My dad and I love cranberry sauce because it's like having dessert in the middle of dinner. Okay. I mean, I love cranberry sauce, but I just don't eat it that often. Yeah. So, um... But, yes, And berries, yeah, I mean, think about it. I remember growing up, we would go and pick blueberries and raspberries, blackberries, but we didn't pick cranberries, but they're a berry. So they are, and they are indigenous to the U.S., so. And I love about cranberries, they're so, I mean, cranberry sauce isn't just cranberry sauce. Like, you can have the whole berry, you can have the fake jelly stuff that I love because it's like dessert, but like everyone can make their cranberry sauce different, but it still starts as cranberries. And some people make it more tart mm-hmm. and add like orange peel and orange juice. And then some people like it really, really sweet. I like mine in between. One year I made homemade jellied cranberry sauce. Ooh, how did that And it was out? amazing. <laughs> it was really good. It was actually pretty easy. I used a lot of, lot of packets of gelatin. Mm-hmm. I bet. Uh, 
And I started with raw cranberries. Oh, wow. And they pop when you boil them because you boil them in water Mm -hmm. with sugar, I think. And then they actually made this really cool popping noise. But it was really messy because the red stains your hands. Yes, I bet it does. (laughs) So it was kind of messy, but it was really good. And then I I can't remember. I think they have seeds in them. So I had to, I know I had to strain it because I didn't want it to be like the skin and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I used a cheese cloth to do that but it was pretty easy and it made so many cans I mean I gave a can to everybody oh gosh all my friends I was like here take a can but it was really good I would love to do that again yeah you definitely should and share the recipe yeah I found on Pinterest I'll have to we'll put it in the show notes (laughs) yes absolutely and then so sticking with like food like the main meal. I always thought of potatoes as like Irish because like so many Irish people came over because of the potato famine. But I found they're actually, I mean, sure the Irish had them before we came to America, but like it's, they're from America too, potatoes are. And I know a lot of people have like mashed potatoes. Yeah, we eat, my dad always makes the mashed potatoes and he's really good at it. He's the only one that can make them. And then a lot of people had that sweet potato casserole, I guess are sweet potatoes indigenous here too i don't actually know because i i know i should like sweet potatoes more than i do <gasps> stop you don't like sweet potatoes i'm i don't like you. i, I don't like them. them hate them okay i don't like them with marshmallows on them oh yeah no okay they are from south america okay i like so maybe so it could have been that native u.s americans because i don't know how else to describe them um like trade it with like south americans and central americans and got sweet potatoes. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they grow here. Right. I think. I mean, I don't think we have to import them. Oh, and India. They're also in India. Oh, that would make sense. Like a sweet... Yeah. Guess... Okay, they um, kind of are from everywhere, maybe. Okay, well, this is kind of bread, but I did want to address the difference between stuffing and dressing. Yes. <laughs> and that stuffing is inside the bird, and dressing is Never a totally different Yeah. Yeah, but I will say I'm team stuffing 100% because I like the juices and stuff. I yeah. But I will warn you: never ever stuff your bird the night before. Always stuff it right before you put it in the oven because those juices and bacteria does not cook out once it's in oh, the bread and stuff. Yeah. So my mom is she's does infection control she's a nurse Mm -hmm. and so she like knows everything about germs that you could possibly know and she's always really big on that so warning to all you people who are cooking dinner I know that Dottie and some other people mentioned that they were going to be cooking for their families this year do not stuff the night before leave you can put it in a bag and put it inside the turkey but like don't have the raw meat touch your bread because I don't think the, the the bread and stuff doesn't get to the high temperature to cook if that makes sense like it cooks but it doesn't get to the highest right. that it needs to yeah i'm team dressing i've i think i've only had like actual stuffing like once in my life do you put like sausages i in don't your... okay so drew's family they actually have two different kinds of dressing at every so southern <laughs> at every <laughs> I, have what? I think dressing is way more southern possibly um although like i mean i don't know if my mom's ever made stuffing um, oh, okay. Like we do like I... stovetop stuffing, which never actually mm-hmm. goes inside the bird, but it's just called stovetop stuffing, the brand. But Drew's dad does not like sausage in his stuffing. Okay. So they always, so Drew's. Or dressing. Or dressing, yeah. So Drew's grandma makes one without sausage and then one with sausage. And so Drew's dad and I split the non-sausage because I don't like sausage in my 
dressing. At the kitchens, I've had, Wayne has made cornbread stuffing. Ooh, interesting. And also, or maybe his aunt used to make that. I can't remember. And he's put oysters in the stuffing or dressing before. Ew, that sounds gross. I love oysters. It was actually but... really good. Okay. But it was weird. But yeah, you can put a lot of crazy stuff, okay, yeah. in your dressing. Yeah, that's for sure. Drew eats his really weird. He, so he puts his turkey and then he puts his dressing on top of the turkey and then he puts his cranberry sauce on top of that and eats it all together. I will do that with mouthfuls, like with my fork. Yeah, no, he like I will it. pick up. No, I will like pick up some, I, I have to eat a bite of cranberry with every single bite. Okay. Okay. Because I love the tart. So, yeah. and I have to have gracie, I mean, gravy <laughs> on everything. See, like my mom makes. That's um, he doesn't the, put gravy if he does a cranberry. No. <laughs> I have to have gravy and cranberry on everything. But I like, I have the cranberry to the side and then I pick it up. Yeah. But my mom makes the giblet gravy. My mom giblet. Everybody say now. I don't know. It's intensive. Yeah. I mean, the neck, because she takes the neck and like boils it with an onion and celery. And then it kind of falls, you know, all the meat on the neck falls off. And it's really fatty and because it's dark. So good. And then she takes the gizzards or whatever and whatever that junk in there. And then she blends it. (laughs) That reminds me. My mom once told me like the first time she ever really made gravy for my dad and I think for my dad's parents too. She didn't know what she was doing and the gravy ended up being as thick as wallpaper paste. You couldn't eat it. No, you have to add the broth. Yes. Or whatever. She was in like her early 20s. First like Thanksgiving with her (laughs) in-laws. It's so good. And I know some people just buy the packet. That's what we do No, I have to have the... (laughs) The gizzard stuff or whatever. Yeah. Giblet, whatever. I will say, also, this is a way side note, but the Tennessee Highway sign person mm-hmm. must be our age because she always posts the funniest. I'm, I'm just thinking it's like a she, but the person posts the funniest little taglines around when the roads are crowded around holidays. Oh. And last year it said, buckle up, protect your giblet or giblets or whatever oh that is hilarious <laughs> and then there was one it was for super bowl or something and it was don't play games you know don't drink and drive something like i don't know they're always they're really funny yeah that and they're always famous yeah so I, I i bet it's a millennial girl oh, that's my prediction doing the copywriting <laughs> and it's so it makes me giggle there should be a twitter devoted to her work yes yes <laughs> Okay, so what other... And Jackie, you said that you don't eat green bean casseroles um, Thanksgiving. I'm actually... Like, I don't make it, that's for sure. I'm trying to think... I mean, I guess we probably... My mom does. I don't think if we've, if we've ever had it at Drew's dad's side, which is the more traditional, like, sit-down dinner. And I don't remember ever having it. This will be my... Well, no, we are not going there for Thanksgiving this year. This would have been my seventh thanksgiving with them i think oh wow um and i don't remember ever eating it but they also don't okay. have pumpkin pie so oh that's a sin well i will say i love green bean casserole and something that my friend rachel's mom taught me one night when i went over for dinner over there and she i guess she makes it more than just holidays and she put asparagus and peas in with the green beans. Oh, so it's more like a vegetable casserole. Yeah, well, it's like a green vegetable, yeah. and I loved it. So now I only make it that way. Like I put 
you know, the French cut green beans. And then I put some asparagus and some peas. And to me, it just makes it more interesting. Yeah. And I use like the cream of mushroom soup with like the French's onion. Right. Because you have to. It's just, they make yeah. it so easy. It's, mm-hmm, it's a roll. So it's just so good. I love it. And I actually just found out tonight that I'm going to be cooking it on Monday for Jordan's office. I guess they're doing like a holiday oh, party. Oh, that's fun. Oh, I wonder if we're doing a holiday. I bet we are. I probably need to get prepared. Uh, a Friendsgiving. Well, we don't have time to have one here, but I bet like our floor at work is going to do like a potluck or something for Thanksgiving. That'd be fun. Well, you mentioned oh. corn earlier, and then you also mentioned yes. cornbread. And I think yes. that is such, you know, like a lot of people have bread on Thanksgiving and having cornbread is just such a fun way to like incorporate with corn without like necessarily having just regular corn. But still like yeah, and, Right, because that is a very traditional and a lot of times people you they like string the popcorn Mm -hmm. on you know with the cranberries and stuff so you can like use decorations yeah absolutely I always think of those as Christmas but I guess you could do them like on your mantle or something would be fun for yeah I always think of it as like holiday but we'll go more into my Thanksgiving crafts later (laughs) oh and then you said pumpkin or do you have other things um well squash um which i mean it's all a gourd but like squash and squash casserole um is pretty popular around things yeah my sisters my sisters in-laws make a squash casserole and i like never thought about it being you know i we never did that growing up so we never did Um, either like we never really ate squash and then my brother like found squash casserole and fell in love and haven't looked back since oh okay so y'all eat that um we do now like we don't have thanksgiving often like as our family um just because my brother lives two hours away and so then they have to go and see his in-laws every other year but yeah he and he had it at his wedding which was a november wedding okay that makes sense yeah so that's how we found out he liked it. He's like, oh, we're having squash casserole. And it's like, okay, where did that come from? <laughs> that's funny. That's very Southern. Yeah, I will say that much. But it kind of makes me want to make a squash casserole, you know? Yeah, I've never actually made one. I've only eaten them. But thinking like, because squash is indigenous. So that's why we probably have pumpkin pie. And I mean, pecan pie too. Right. Pecans, pecans. How do you say pecan, pecan, so, whatever you say. Yeah, I'm, I say pecan pie. But usually if I'm talking about like, just pecans it's pecans but like as soon as I add pie it changes to like the southern pecan way yeah I just I don't know what I say I forget every single time I try to think about like how I say it and both sound weird like everything yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know like you can't figure out how to spell a word and you're staring at it you're like this word looks so wrong but it's right yeah and like so pecans apparently see now I just switched to pecans when I'm talking about them regularly um Apparently, they've become really popular in China. This is a side note. Wait, side note. One of my professors at Mercer married, um, like, he went and taught English in China for a couple years and ended up marrying a woman he met there. And now, like, their in-law, like, and they have a pecan tree in their yard. And his in-laws, like, will be like, like, every time they come, they're like, we have to have your pecans because they sell for so much money in China. Oh, so that's like when we used to bring avocados up from Miami. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they're, I guess, just better in America. So what's your favorite dessert? Mine is pumpkin pie. My mom makes a really good apple pie, but I just think pumpkin pie is more Thanksgiving. I think apples are indigenous. I don't know that for sure. They are Central Asian. I just looked it up. Oh, well, dang. Yes, I know. I mean, I know a lot of people that have like apple trees here oh they were well that kind of ruins like well they were okay i just opened the wikipedia page so they have been Uh grown for thousands of years in asia and europe and were brought to north america by european colonists 
Okay, see, that is ridiculous, because if you think about it, what is more American than, like, baseball and apple pie? That's like a saying, I think. It is. (laughs) Whoa. Mind blown. But something about pumpkins that I just found out about that I think is really cool. My church does like a pumpkin patch every year. Like I think most churches in the South do. Mm -hmm. And I just found out we get our pumpkins from a Native American tribe in the like West. That's cool. Yeah. Like they're like a tribe that like still like grows pumpkins. Like not necessarily the way their ancestors did, but like, they're like keeping that tradition and then we get them. yeah that's really cool i i love pumpkin pie i eat it for breakfast oh, the next morning yes, me too with homemade whipped cream yes only way oh yeah so good that's cool well it was just like a kind of aha moment for yes, me, me too <laughs> So I'm glad that we looked into that. So some non-food traditions. When growing up, I was homeschooled. I mentioned that before. And my like homeschool group would do a like reenactment. (laughs) And we would all dress up like pilgrims or or Indians. So we'd all dress up like pilgrims or Indians. My mom would like sew our costumes. And we learned how to like churn butter, make cornhusk dolls. And one time this kid hid under a bush. They were like playing some, we would play like games, like was supposed to be like for the settlers or whatever, or like Quaker games or something. And this kid, so I don't know if it was like a version of hide and seek or what, but this kid hid and we all had to go and turn butter for like the whole <laughs> afternoon because the police had to come. Oh my gosh. And he... He ended up kind of, you know, he started as a joke, but then when the police came, he got scared and knew that he would be in trouble, but he kept hiding. It was scary, but they found him. That's good. Um, That's uh, crazy. But, you know, he was like in dark clothes because he was a pilgrim. (laughs) So no one could see him. It was really scary. Anyway, so that's like a side note. And then also one year or maybe a few years, we would do like a talent show and like you would do different Native American or pilgrim stuff. Caitlin memorized some poem and I like would act it out. (laughs) That's fun. That's way cooler than like in elementary school where they had us like just dress up as like pilgrims or Native Americans. And then we like learned about Thanksgiving and then we went home. No, it was cool. I had like my bitty baby, speaking of American Girl, was dressed up like a little papoose or whatever. And then I had this firefly sparkler for in the poem, whenever, And I would do this like interpretive dance, like very telling. You know, Caitlin memorized this whole poem by like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Okay. So she would do this poem about Hiawatha. And I was like Hiawatha. Anyway, it was really cool. It is really cool. Yeah, so that's pretty much all my, like, non-food traditions. Um, Well, okay, so this just made me think about, and first of all, I think there's a picture of you in your pilgrim costume on your senior ad. Mm -hmm. And then I think, like, our senior year of high school during Spirit Week, like, one of the days was, like, (laughs) holiday day. And we dressed up as pilgrims, which was basically just yours and Caitlin's, like, apron and, like, hat from when you were little. And the the collar. It was, like, the Peter Pan type collar. Yeah, we wore those. clothes and then just... No, we wore plaid shirts. (laughs) I have pictures of that. I forgot about that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, we we don't have a lot of, um, like, non-food traditions. We always went and saw, like the like, movies after dinner. Um, We saw, like, all the Harry Potters on Thanksgiving. No, my family does that too. We go on like Thanksgiving or Christmas because like you said, now that we're older and siblings are married, it's like you have to flip-flop holidays between in-laws and my parents. So 
whatever holiday we're with my parents, we usually go see a movie. And one time, I don't remember if this was Christmas or Thanksgiving, but we got there. We went to see some movie and it was sold out or at the wrong time or something. And so then we had to pick another movie on the spot. And my dad was like, well, what about this, uh, that vampire movie? And I was like, you mean the Twilight <laughs> movie? It was like there, I don't know how many Twilights there are. I, I was never into it. But it was like the third or something one. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I haven't seen the other one, so I'm not going to catch up with it. My mom's like, oh, Kevin and I have seen every Twilight <laughs> movie. <laughs> what? And I was like, y'all are Twihards? Oh. It was ridiculous. I like, couldn't believe it. Yeah. My parents are Twilight fans. <laughs> Because my dad likes vampires and my mom likes romance. Okay, so. so that makes sense then. I don't know. It was like finding out, like, I don't know. It was ridiculous. It was like some, like, secret. Oh, gosh. They're twihards? I'm related to twihards? Anyway. Uh, cover your eye, like, cover your face in public when you're with them so no one knows. I know. Well, like, I never got into that series. Um, I think... <laughs> The last time I tried to give blood, I've only like semi-successfully given blood twice because like I pass out. So it's just like for my health, I shouldn't get blood. But the blood mobile was like doing, like if you gave blood, you got like movie tickets. And so my parents were like, oh, it's like the week before Thanksgiving. Let's all go as a family and give blood and we'll get our movie tickets for Thanksgiving. So my mom tries to give blood and her iron is too low because it like usually is. My brother goes to give blood and he has, like, a slight fever, so he can't give. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but they, like, still gave them, like, movie tickets because they, like, tried or whatever. And my dad gave blood, like, normal, fine, whatever. I give blood. I'm walking to the front of the bus. I put my hand down on the counter, and I look at the guy. I'm like, I can't see. And then flat on my face. Oh, no. So that was the last time I tried to give blood, but we got a movie out of it, so I guess that's okay. That's ridiculous. I hated giving blood, too. My, I was always, like, borderline anemic as well. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot of times, like, I just couldn't. Um, the first time I gave blood, I, like, passed out three hours later. I think we gave blood together the first time, probably at school. No, I gave, oh. like, I actually went down to, like, the blood bank. Oh, I mean, um, I've done that like, before, too. And, like, I had, like, just made, like, the weight where you could. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, and I was, like, I'm a little nervous. And, like, they packed my neck with, like, ice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's why it took me, like, three hours to pass out. They'd always give me apple juice, like, lots and yes. lots of apple juice. Like, yes. I think that's all I had about um, my Thanksgiving traditions. That's, like, the only thing I have for my Thanksgivings. I mean, we would put on the Macy's Day Parade. Um, yeah. Which, because I was looking at Thanksgiving history, um, it was not the first Thanksgiving parade in America. The Gimbal- Was it, like, the first televised one? No. It just, like, oh. is, like the first one was the Gimbal's oh. um, department store in 1920, and then four years later, Macy's, like, had their own, and it just overpowered it. And now I don't even know if Gimbal still exists. I don't think Gimbal does exist. I'm I'm just thinking about... Now, was it the Thanksgiving parade and the miracle on whatever, 31st Street? Or was it the... Where is it a Christmas parade? I guess it was a Christmas parade. I think it's a Christmas. Because isn't a miracle on 34th Street? You're right, it is. But, like, I don't... But it's around the holidays. Oh, no, you're right. It is the Macy's annual Thanksgiving Oh, okay, cool. That's what it always makes me think of. And I don't know. I just love the holidays. And we're definitely going to do an episode on decorating for Thanksgiving and tablescapes. So don't think that, you know, we, like, aren't doing it at all. But we'll probably do that next week, I would think, right? Yeah, because Thanksgiving's, like, super soon. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's go into chit-chat. Yes. So what you have going on? (laughs) 
Um, I am getting ready to paint and redecorate my living room. So my downstairs is a disaster right now um, because everything's in my dining room and I've got tape and like spackle everywhere. Well, it's going to look really good when it's done. I'm in the middle of kind of, I was like going to do some finishing touches on our bedroom, but now I kind of want to redo like a whole thing. Yeah, kind of. Well, I'm thinking about changing our bedding now. I I don't love your bedding now. I know, but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't fit with the rest of your house. Well, no, it does, but I'm having a hard time. I don't know. I'm having a hard time with that. So I'll figure it out, but that's, yeah, that's kind of how I am with our bedroom. We're doing that last so I haven't thought too much about it but like I started making a quilt for our bedroom like two years ago and now I'm like I don't want to finish this I don't like it yeah it's hard so we'll see but I'm kind of redoing that I'm trying to get my office organized as anyone on Instagram stories can see after this Jackie and I are going to try to do a co Instagram live which I've never even done an Instagram live before so this should be fun it's we're going to be a little nervous um I guess by the time you're listening to this the lives already happened, so we'll see how it goes. I have to go get my charger before we do it, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, oh. you're fine. <laughs> I got to, like, kick her out of the living room and be like, you have to go play video games upstairs. Um, so what else do I have going on? Oh, like, stuff with my business. Still trying to get everything in for Christmas season, for jewelry, Fraser Lynn. I was up all last night. Uh, emails for it so we'll see I'm just nervous that like I I, yesterday was Halloween today's November 1st so I was when we're recording this and I like almost posted on my Instagram like hey you want to hear something scary I don't know my Christmas inventory is coming in and I was like oh people are gonna be like this girl has issues but you know I'm just it's a learning curve small business ownership and I don't know. I keep reminding myself that all these other companies that are bigger and have a whole team of people working on stuff, I just, you know, I'm running it myself and my product is just as good as a big name company. So I just have to remind myself of that. (laughs) Um, Kate Spade started with like, what like burlap sacks like yeah. her first line was made of burlap and she just oh, like here's some fun homework if you if you're into like entrepreneurship w- listen to the podcast it's npr's podcast how i built this and kate spade's interview on it is really good and also kendra scott's not. interview yes, on it's really good that's as good um even if you're not like interested in becoming an entrepreneur oh yeah it's really fun to listen to like they have, like, um, the guy that did Five Guys and, like, Jimmy yeah. John's. And it's just really fun to, like, hear, like, so many of these people, they started with, like, nothing. Yeah, and, and I would like, definitely – the Kate Spade one is worth listening to 100%. Yes. Because yes, it's she – well, she just sounds so, like, New York debutante. Which is so funny because, like <laughs> – She's when from she's Arizona. Talking, well, that – and, like, when they're talking, they, like, moved to New York. And she was working at, like, Vogue or something. I don't remember. Yeah. But, like, you know, they had, like, nothing. Like, they didn't know how they were going to – when she decided to, like, quit that job and start her own line, like, they didn't know if they could afford to buy the burlap, which is the cheapest fabric. It was the only fabric she could source for what their, like, money was. (laughs) I don't know. It's money. Like, put – you know, give her, like, loans or whatever to buy the fabric. It's so good. You should definitely listen to that. Yeah. If – like you're at all interested or you just like fashion um and Kate Spade in general which I think most of our listeners probably do but there are really some great episodes on that podcast it's my like favorite podcast besides ours um so that's all I have going on 
yeah, that's really all I've got going on until Thanksgiving. Oh, since we did our pattern mixing episode last week, if mm-hmm. you want to join our Facebook community and talk about Thanksgiving traditions or pattern mixing, personal style, we still get a lot of posts about that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Join our Facebook community, the Millennial Homemakers. Yep. And um, don't forget to check us out on Instagram at the Millennial Homemakers. Um, and Jacqueline at Jacqueline Humble and me at JV Alexander 16. And I will say, um, oh, if you are enjoying our podcast, it really helps us a lot if you tell your friends about it. And if you leave us a review on the iTunes store, you don't even have to write anything. If you just star it, then it helps us get ranked. And we're just trying to grow it a little bit. We would love one day to have a sponsor to pay for the editing because like Jacqueline if we don't is wearing herself out because <laughs> like if we have a week where we don't have an episode it's because like it takes me so long to edit and I'm such a perfectionist and the quality won't go down but I would love to just hand it over to someone but Jacqueline's a perfectionist so well I just stress out about it so I <laughs> or I have to redo it um <laughs> <laughs> because I like didn't do something right so anyway it helps us if you leave us a review even if you don't yes. write anything if you just leave a star review absolutely we love doing this as a hobby um we're not yeah. looking to like make money off of it no, but it's any stress we can relieve also sponsors would mean more fun giveaways that is so true and we just ended our hundred dollar gift card giveaway for our fall treat yourself for home goods so you know we have a lot of cool stuff going on in our community with that too and we just like featuring y'all and we're really enjoying the podcast it's a lot of fun so we want to keep doing it Absolutely. Um, which reviews and sharing with friends are super helpful. And we already have like 300 people that listen like to every single episode, like right when it launches. So thank you. If you are subscribed, we notice and we're we like, appreciate it. So I still can't much. believe that more than just like our moms and friends listen. Like that's right? blows my mind. My mother-in-law more than her because she like tells everybody. Um, well, my mom doesn't listen, but... Well, that's it, so it's okay. Regina makes up for it. Yeah, but my friends do. So anyway, okay, that's it. Thanks, y'all. Have a great week and come back next week because we will be talking all about tablescapes. And I've never really done like a big tablescape before, so I'm going to try to play around with that before. Yes, it'll be fun. Talk to you guys later. Bye.